an hour featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons. What? Man, welcome to the show. It's to get you happy on hour. It's on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Ricky C. Simmons. Hey, before we get started tonight, I've got a couple of quick announcements I need to get out there. Also, I'm going to need your help with this one. i got to give a big shout-out to uh, Kiwanis Club of Lincoln, man. They're, they've been real supportive of my show. means a lot to me, and I also I respect what they're doing. You know, they're trying to help the youth. And, Austin, if someone is interested in uh, helping out the uh, the Kiwanis Club as far as uh, donations and stuff, how do they how do they reach out to Kiwanis? Super simple. Uh, the easiest way is to go to their website, lincolnkiwanis.org, not .com, .org. Uh, it'll take you there. You'll see a picture of all these kids running. They look happy. They look smiling. Um, and it's very simple to get to. Up at the very top of the page, you'll see the word Members. Actually, guess. Guess is the way to go. Uh, you can make a donation to their 501c3, tax deductible, easy peasy. Or if you know what Kiwanis says, you're all about it. Click on guests. Once you hit to guest, uh, it'll take you to another page where you just click become a member. And just like that, it's you that, become a member. That's that simple. Easy. Three clicks. Man, that's hey. you know what? But like I said, big shout out to Kiwanis Club, man. You guys are doing big things, and I want you guys to continue. And I look forward to being y'all speaker, too, in a month. So... Thank you for the for the opportunity to do that. Also, I started this movement called the Get Your Happy On Movement. And uh, it's really been taking off, man. And uh, I also, I want to ask Austin one more time. Man, how do people join the Get Your Happy On Movement? What do they have to do to get their own stuff? This is a super fun one, one that I highly suggest you do. RickyCSimmons.com. You can start there. If you want to read all about Ricky, get to know him a little bit, you start there. If you want to go straight to the merch, you already know enough about him. You heard him talking to him. RickyCSimmons.com slash shop dash home. RickyCSimmons.com slash shop dash home. And you're there. You got everything. Ricky, what's your favorite thing you got for sale? Well, I got... Um, you got the shirts on. I got the shirts. And, 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 and my guest is also my big brother. So he, he done joined the movement. And we, man, we got shirts. We got hoodies. We got sweatshirts. We got tumblers. We got 20-ounce and 32-ounce tumblers. We even got masks. And we also, <clears throat> excuse me, we also have... Uh, what else do we got on there? We got... All different the colors. Tank top, different colors. Tank top. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, we got all kinds of things. You just need to go on the website, man, and check it out and get your shop on. And also, once you do purchase something, man, take a picture and post it. And, you know, tag me in it. And, you know, I, I like to acknowledge people for joining the Get Your Happy On movement because it's a positive thing. I mean, it's something that's just make people smile, man, because there's enough negativity already out there. So, Join the movement, get your happy on, and uh, be sure and post a picture and tag me whenever you purchase something. Appreciate the support in advance. Well, I got to be honest with y'all. It's the holiday weekend, and I know the 4th of July is not until Tuesday. I get it. But I know some of y'all out there been kicking it for the last two days y'all <laughs> you're not fooling me <laughs> you've been real motivated ever since friday soon as you got off work friday it was on and it probably won't stop till tuesday night but that's okay 
all I have to ask is please be safe because it's a lot of unique things happen during holidays and people start to being a little out of character. So I know you can read between the lines. I'm trying to keep it positive here. I'm going to get right to my guest. My guest is like a big brother to me. His name is Odious Lee. He's a former Husker. <clears throat> and I'm going to tell you all something about him first. Odious, they should have kicked Odious out of school because he wouldn't go to recess. This dude don't play. I mean, he's a, he's on one of those guys, them black shirts. You know what I'm talking about. All them black shirts need anger management. When they're on the field, them dudes are, I mean, they just mean for no reason. But I'm honored to have him on the show tonight. Otis, how you doing, man? Good, man. Good. You doing all right? I'm doing great. Well, tell me this. Tell me this, Otis. Where did the name Odious come from? That's a great question. And um, the word Odious. Now, my name is spelled differently than what you would find in the dictionary. In the dictionary, it's O-D-I-O-U-S, and that means horrid, gross, rank, deserved hatred. <laughs> it's a bad word. Black shirt. And <laughs> now, in, see, and I'm a history teacher, so um, anyway, in, in, um, in 1948, Harry Truman signed Executive Order 9981, which desegregated all federal facilities and the military. Wow. My father's name was spelled A U D I S. And he went into the Air Force. And when he went into the Air Force, you know, he's this poor black dude from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. He don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, but his name went into the computer A U D I S. And somebody decided to make it, to, to change it. And it was O-U-D-I-O-U-S. Huh. And he liked it and his he kept it. <laughs> and gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So that's, that's where it came from. Odiously. Now, Otis, you grew up in Omaha, is that correct? Yes, sir. South Omaha. S I'm a SOB stands for South Omaha boy. That's Okay. <laughs> thank you for clarifying that because I was definitely starting to wonder. I was like, oh, I was like, also get ready to hit the button. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, that's what it's so yeah, South Omaha. Um the 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 house that I um that we it was a fourplex and the, the one we lived in, my my father was a packing house worker. And um, we lived in this house, 2802 R Street. It's a vacant lot now. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, and okay. It, and, and it's kind of fun because I'm, I'm an instructor for uh, Metro. I'm an, I'm an adjunct instructor for Metro Community College up in Omaha. And a lot of times I'm teaching classes on this south campus. Mm -hmm. And when I'm teaching my black history class, I'm telling my students, I grew up one block. Literally, I'm, I'm one block from, from where I grew up at. And um, so, yeah, I was... Um, and I was a problem as a child, and I wound up in Boys Town for three years, 29 days, and 21 hours. Not that I was counting or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold up for just a second. Now, I never knew that part. Oh, I yeah. never knew you went to Boys oh, Town. Yeah. Wow. For, from, well, I won't, I won't get into all that. Well, I'll, I'll but, put it this way. Okay, after Boys Town, 
did you go to high school in Boys Town, or did you go no, to high school? In- I came out of Boys Town at, at right before my eighth grade year. Okay. And I went to a, a, a parochial school. That's St. Agnes. That's not there anymore. I did did that for a year, and because um, my mom my mom didn't want me to go back up to the public school where I got kicked out. Okay. Three four times. She didn't want me going back up there, but as a ninth grader, she said you can go up there. So I went to I went to that school and and um, and and everything was I was a I was a good citizen. <laughs> okay, so so you you managed to stay in yeah, public schools. I was a good citizen. Oh yeah, and um, and then um, left there. Now they they used to have seventh, eighth, and ninth graders. In the same school, and they, they had a junior high system. They had seventh, seventh, eighth, and ninth. Right, right. So I was a ninth grader, and I left there, went to Omaha South, and um, and, and now they have today they have eight, um, nine through twelve in the high school. Which Correct. It's a big mistake in my opinion. <laughs> and but at that time they had um, they had ten, eleven, twelve. Right. Nice. And I went to Omaha South. And I was there. I graduated from South barely, graduated. <laughs> so you barely got graduated. you got through though. In 1975, and um, and went to uh, went down to Nebraska. And a funny funny story at, at when I was in South, um, the uh, the coach there was John Feynman, and Feynman ran. He wanted to run a four four defense. And I was the defense. I backed up both defensive ends. But one day during camp, he said, Odious, go in there and, and just line up on the center. And this is what I want you to do to go right. And this is what I want you to do when you go left. And I was all over. I'm a sophomore. I'm all over the field. <laughs> and, and, but Feynman is so hard-headed that he didn't want to change the defense. And the defensive coordinator, Lad Nemechek, he it took him a year to get John to change the defense. And my sop my junior year, the he had we had changed to the defense to a to a five man front. And I was a nose guard and that's when that's when my star took off. Okay. The, okay. Um, the first game of the year. Uh, we played Benson, and they had the all-metro center from the year before, and I had about 20 tackles. I mean, I was, <laughs> so you I was, was all, all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell my son this story. I'm like, son, if you want if you want a reputation, you go find somebody that's got one, and you beat him down. Right, right, and, right. And that's how you get a reputation. And, and the next day, I looked in the front page of the sports section, and there was my picture. Wow. And so, uh, but yeah, that's when my that's when my little star took off, and and um. So you 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 graduated from Omaha South. Omaha South. I graduated from there in in seventy five. Um, went to Nebraska. What made you choose Nebraska? Let's 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 get to that part first, because uh, I mean that's a great it, question. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying you had apparently you had some success in high school, so you probably had other offers. I did. Okay, so tell me what other offers you had, and then tell me why you chose Nebraska. Colorado, um, both both Kansas schools were sniffing around. Uh, there's a couple of um, 
couple couple junior colleges out in um, out in California because I didn't have the best grades. Gotcha. I barely. Got I got gotcha. you. Barely got out of high school, uh, and um, uh, the, so I had some I had some other options. Okay, but, but why why did you choose Nebraska, man? Well, I'm a mama's boy. Oh, I got you. I'm a mama's boy, and I didn't want to. And and I I'll be honest with you. At at 19 years old, I wasn't mature enough to go anywhere else. I got you. And so it was like, well, I'm just go down. I'm gonna go down the street here. Right. And and um and I always tell, I always tell young, because I see a lot of young fellas that are that are gonna go off to college, and I always tell them, if you're mature enough to go somewhere else, go because it will it will develop you as a person. Because I had a lot of personal, once I got out of Nebraska, I had a lot of personal growth that I needed to do. Just, gotcha. You know, but but I was a mama's boy. <laughs> so, I, so that I, made that decision yeah, pretty easy. I was easy. a mama's boy. And, but, and I just I wasn't going to go very far from home. Well, when you got to Nebraska, um, I know it had to be a challenge because – I know this is going to come as a surprise to a lot of people that are 25 and under, but there was a time when Nebraska was very relevant. <laughs> hey, I'm not, I'm not knocking. I mean, I'm not knocking. I, I'm a diehard fan, but you know, I've seen, I, I speak to a lot of these youth that are 20 and, and under and they weren't alive yep. when Nebraska was yep. relevant. So when I tell them I played for Nebraska, they be kind of like, wow, man, you know, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, we were actually once upon a time, we were pretty good We team. won games. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Lots of them. Yeah, so so I'm not bashing y'all. I just, I'm just being honest. But when you first got here, uh, what was your experience like? I mean, did you get the chance to play right away, or did you play freshman ball? What did you do? I played freshman ball, um, and my first my first two years down here were um, were were tough. Um, I didn't. Um, I just didn't. There was a lot of um, from a technical standpoint. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of I had to grow a lot. My my coaches back at high school, bless their hearts, uh, there were some things that I had to learn once I got here. Just a lot of lot of technical stuff. So the stuff you was doing in high school yeah. didn't really didn't work. It didn't work down here. People <laughs> laughing at me. They laughing at me down here. Because, see, see, Coach Nemechek back at, at Omaha South, he said, he, he taught me to head slap. Oh, he yeah. He said, you see. <laughs> Wow, you slap him upside the head and, and go. Yeah. And he told me, to, you know, I got down here and I tried that. They were like, you can't do that, man. Oh, wow. Okay. You can't do that. So that's just one example. Yeah. That's just one example. But I've told my son, if somebody's holding you and you go tell the ref a couple times and, and they don't do anything about it, you can assume they're not watching and you yeah, <laughs> you get him upside the head. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there was a but technically there was a lot of stuff that that I just needed to learn. Mm-hmm. And when um, I rem- I'll never forget the spring spring ball. Yeah, my, my first year down, my first spring ball down here. I walked in the locker room and looked at the depth chart. It, 
I was number eight. <laughs> I was number eight. Said so they had the right jaws, like, right jaws on the bottom man. of the page. It's like, I'm man, I'm way down there. I was number eight, and but by the end of the spring, I was number two. Okay. Okay. And um, and the um, the first game we played that fall was at LSU. Oh wow! It was at LSU, and we got to we get to the arena about ninety minutes before kickoff. The whole that whole other side, the I think it was West. I'm not sure, but I think it was the West Stadium. That's the student, and it was just full, and they're just screaming, "Tiger beat, Tiger beat, Tiger beat!" <laughs> and we go out and we warm up, and we we come back in the locker room, and while we're in the locker room, they wheel this 450 pound Bengal tiger, oh wow, up to the door, and as we start coming out to go play. They start poking this this tiger in the butt with a cattle prod. Oh man! Oh, uh, I almost peed on myself. You know, and, but we went and we were preseason number one in nineteen seventy six or seventy. It was seventy six. Yeah, we were preseason number one, and we it was a six six tie. Oh wow! And um. Uh, and I played a little. I didn't play a whole lot in that game. But the next week, we went to Indiana, and we're beating them pretty good. And and uh, Coach Monty, Monty Kiffin was here then, and he said, uh, he said, Odious, he said, go out and run the kickoff. We had scored. We had to kick off. He said, go out and run the kickoff, and stay in the game. So I'm like, okay. So I'm L1, just right, just. You the kicker. I'm, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, you going? I run down there and and sprain my ankle. Oh, sprain. I mean, it was a, it was this the worst. And I've had several ankle sprains. That was the worst one I've ever had. And I got a hardship case. Oh, okay, okay. So I got so a hardship case. It was almost case. like a red shirt. Yep. Here. It wasn't. It was kind of. It might as well have been. Yeah. Because the um, it it was six weeks before I went back out on the practice field, and then I'm just a blocking dummy. I got you. And at the end you. of the season, Coach Osborne, he, he, you know, I'm on the list to go to the bowl game, and I went into his office. I said, Coach, I don't want to go to the bowl game. He said, Well, why not? I said, Well, Coach, I'm tired of being a walking blocking dummy. <laughs> I see y'all in the spring, and I got, I got up and left, and and I didn't go. Okay, I didn't, I didn't go to the. Which bowl did they the, go to that year? It was the Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl. Okay, okay. And Houston, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't go. And then the next – and somewhere in there, somewhere in there, my dumb you-know-what in a in a scrimmage in, in the – either the first spring or the sec, second – one of them, either the first or second spring, I put this move on the center and went around him, and the quarterback was, was throwing the ball – and I jumped, and the guy that I had beat came and hit me in the back of my legs, and and as I'm as I'm going to the ground, my 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 behind and my hands, and I'm like, well, which one am I? You gonna break your tailbone? And I'm just asking myself, is we gonna, <laughs> as is you gonna float, be your tailbone or or one of your or one of your hands? 
and and my and my hands hit the ground and I dislocated this wrist. Wow. And, and there's still a big uh, there's I don't know if you can see it, but Wow. But yeah. there's still a big that big knot right there. Yeah. And it's still it's still there. Wow. And um so yeah. So um, now you're out again. Yeah. Yeah, it it took it was a, it was the third year where I finally stayed healthy for a while. And and actually made some some progress, um, but that that um, I had to wear a cast, yeah, on this hand. And I know I won't mention any names. I won't throw nobody no, under the no, bus. No, 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 no. But there were some Nebraska players that had to wear these little these little foam casts, and they put like steel underneath. <laughs> 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 they put steel underneath. <laughs> Beating people over the head and stuff, but I didn't do that. But yeah. what it did do, I had to learn to because I couldn't. My hand was limited. Okay, it was limited, and and I had I had to develop some strategies to compensate for the fact that I couldn't just yeah right know, right right and um. And and so some of the pass rushes I came up with, especially I had this little wiggle. I had this little wiggle move that was was it was lethal. <laughs> so myself, but unfortunately for me, nobody they didn't people didn't pass. Yeah, yeah. People didn't people didn't pass like they do now. No, nah, everybody was running man, the ball. And if I I look at games now, it's like man, if I could play. <laughs> Hey, don't you guys go nowhere. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back with Otis Lee on 93.7, the ticket to get you happy on out. To the Get Your Happy On Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons. Well, we back. Hey, man, I see you guys tuning in out there, man. I got to give a big shout out to Charles over at Mary Ellen's, man. I appreciate you showing love. Chubb, so Casita, man, I see you doing big things. I appreciate you, man. That means a lot to me that you guys are tuned in. I also got Jaden Goodwin and his assistant, man. Man, y'all keep doing this, man. Y'all gonna make me feel like somebody. You keep doing this. Rebecca, you know I got love and respect for you. You keep doing what you're doing and just know that I'm proud of you. Hey, man, now you don't, you was telling me, you was telling me how you was, you, you was, you was going through all this, these different things. And I think this was, you up to what, your sophomore year, junior yep. year? Sophomore year. Okay. And then, uh, so your junior year, what happened then? Oh, uh, <laughs> It was the um, about, about what happened my sophomore year. You got injured again? No, or? no. Oh, you had some. No, my my sophomore the the year after the hardship case. Okay. It was it was it was a decent year for you know for it was it was okay. So you got some playing time. My, yeah, I got some playing time, and good, and good. Uh, my my um my sophomore and junior years were were pretty similar because in in, in large part. Because 
I only weighed 218 pounds, 220 pounds. Playing nose tackle? Yes, I wasn't that big, wow. but I could run. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't that big. And But my senior year, I went from, at the end of spring, I was 218. And when I weighed in for fall camp, I was 248. Wow. And I didn't stop until I was about 255. Man, so yeah, you you did a lot of yep. games, and yeah. I always I always tell my son, there's only one person, there's only one person in in the in the history of football that ever got stronger during football season. That was me. <laughs> that was you. Because <laughs> most people, what once the season starts, your 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 you start to decline from a strength standpoint. Right. And I was, and I got my my mind just kept going, and um, and there was nothing illegal. Good. That was in my bloodstream. Yeah, you was. I was, you, I was good. Yeah, you, you, just, you just worked hard. <laughs> For the record. Yeah. For just, the record. You just worked hard. And, uh, but, yeah, it was um, – so, but my, my senior year was – it was a blast. Yeah. Because as a lineman, you it, – it's and, – and I always had great – I always had great hips, but – when you have that that fin, when you had that upper body, you can finish. You yeah, can, you can yeah. finish things. Right, and you get you get some dude if if you don't have the upper body to to manipulate him, it, you can you can get some movement, but then he's gonna be able to come back on you. But if you had if you have if you had that upper body, you can not only get movement, but then you can lift him up and do all kind of nasty things to him. And that was that was my senior my senior year was was um, uh, it was pretty fun. So you, uh, if I remember fun. correctly, I think that would have been my first year. Yep, that was your first yeah, so year. We Boy, we con- used to love coming to watch y'all play. <laughs> <laughs> we used to love coming to watch y'all play. Them freshmen, boy, we'd be down. We'd be down on the that. It's 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 not. Well, it used to be the track down there. We'd be down yeah. there practicing, and and it'd be it'd be Friday, and y'all y'all played on Friday. Yeah, yeah. And boy, we'd be like, man, let's go up there and watch them young brothers play. Them, <laughs> them dudes can ball, and we'd come running. We'd be running up there just like. And I'd be like, man, I wish I was just one year younger. Because we knew, <laughs> we knew y'all were going to be really good. But you, you know, the funniest thing about it is, man, uh, as a freshman, I, I, I do remember playing those freshman games. and and, and But we also had to – you know, we looked up to you guys. Because, right. you know, I mean, we didn't want y'all – you know, it was this thing. You know, it's like kind of like our brotherhood to this very day. To this day, yeah, we we, we 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 respect you guys, and we did not want to disappoint. So, I mean, man, the last thing yeah. you want is have an upperclassman coming over to you telling you, "Hey, man, you got to turn it up a little bit." Right. You, know, you didn't want to hear that as That's a freshman. True. You know, so true. you worked really hard, and 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 don't think we wasn't peeping up in those stands. <laughs> <laughs> we we know who's at the game. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. We boy, we we loved it when you, we love coming to watch y'all play. But we you know we had a lot of fun, man. And, and you know, I also I want you to tell tell everybody. Uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna briefly get back. I want to talk to you about your son. But after you left Nebraska, okay. what was your next move? I tried out with. Over the next three years, I tried out with the Eagles, the St. Louis. They were in St. Louis when I tried out for them, the Cardinals, and the Bengals. Okay. Now, the Eagles 
went to the Super Bowl. They went to their first Super Bowl that year, and they and they lost to the Raiders. Gotcha. The the next team, and 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 I got cut. I I got I got cut from all three teams, but the the St. Louis Cardinals, they wanted me to come to their camp, but they had the year I went to the Eagles camp, they wanted me to come to their camp, but they had drafted like. Four or five line defensive linemen. And I'm like, <laughs> if you wanted me that bad, you should have drafted me. Right, right. Why am I gonna come in there and try and compete with four or five defensive linemen that you that you drafted? Yeah. yeah. And and um and, and so I didn't go but they they still wanted me, so they signed me to a contract for the last game of the season. And in 19, I, it was 1980, the last game of the season, I played it in a game against the Washington Redskins in St. Louis, and it was about it was it was sub 50 below windshield. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. You from Texas? So I know you. <laughs> <in the restaurant. laughs> no, yeah, it was sub. It was sub. It was below 50 below. It was like 52, 53 below windshield. Woo. And went and but um, played that game, and they signed me for that because they wanted me in their camp the next year. Oh, okay. And gotcha. so I went to their camp. Make a I make a very long story short. I got released, and then the third year I tried out with the Bengals, and and I made I made mistakes behind the scenes. Nothing technically, but I made mistakes behind the scenes for pretty pretty much every one of those stops. Yeah, and um, and and particular the Bengals because the Bengals they um, they I signed with them in April, and they brought they drafted a nose tackle in the second round. Oh wow! So it didn't matter how well I played. Yeah, I'm I'm going to get cut. Right. Uh, and in fact, I even went to the coaches. I and I said. Why don't y'all cut me so so I can get a chance to hook up with somebody else? Yeah, go go where I want it. Yeah, and they and the defensive line coach said he said if 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 you prove to be the better nose tackle here, we'll I'll go in there and fight for you, which he did. But the problem was two years prior to that, when the, the first year I came out, this dude came out of Kansas by the name of Kirby Criswell, and I think Kirby's probably still in jail. <laughs> he had all kind of and I shouldn't throw the dude under the bus like that but, but I'm still I'm still mad about that one. I'm kind of like Michael Jordan getting cut when he was when he was when his, when his high school basketball team I'm still mad about all that but they cut Kirby and then two years and who was a second round draft pick and then two years later you got this you draft this nose tackle and some free agent coming in here and just totally outplaying him and how would it – so it came to a point where are we going to cut our – our um, are we going to cut our scouting staff or are we going to cut Odious? Yeah, I and got so you. I got you. I, so go. I had to go. Now, and now, after that, didn't you didn't – you, I played a couple years in the USFL. Okay, that's what I was – yeah, yep, I was just I getting, played a couple years in, in USFL. And, and who did you play with in there? The, um, the, the Breakers okay. who started in Boston – and then moved to New Orleans. And then moved to New Orleans, <clears throat> and then uh, and they traded me. Uh, they they traded me to 
the and I won't get into all that because yeah. I have to use some foul language. No, we ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> so, I'm be, be good. Yeah, who did they I'm trade you good. to? But but they they traded me to um, to the Denver franchise. Okay, okay. And I was in Denver for about I don't know for about four or five games, and then they let me go, and to make a ver- and 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 that was it. At that you that just, was yeah. it for me. So, and about a year and a half later, I I went back to school. And while I was doing all this pro football playing, they the university system changed the entire scope and sequence of the of of the college of education. Okay. So I came back here and went back to school, and they're like, "Well, we can't do. We don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. We don't do that." Anymore. So a lot of stuff you had so, already done. Didn't yeah, a whole camp. bunch of stuff was was, was yeah. changed. Right. And it. And I just said, and I, I was living at home with mom, and I went, and I just said, I'm going to take one class. And I went and took one class, and um, and and my students, my my the kids that I taught at Bellevue West, they'll get a kick out of this. I had this, this I, I, long story short, I learned, I had to learn how to read a textbook. And there's a difference between a textbook and a novel. A textbook is designed to give you information. And you if you read that now, a novel is designed to take you to cool places and tell you a, a nice story. But if you read a textbook like you read a novel, you're you're not gonna, gonna have give problems. Yeah, you don't you, have you're gonna you're gonna struggle. Right. And so I had to so I had to learn this guy taught me how to read a textbook. And when I started teaching, that's that's the one skill that I instilled in in my students. It's like you're gonna learn, you're gonna know how to read a textbook because whatever job you get, they're gonna give you a manual, and it's gonna be constructed exactly like this textbook. Gotcha. So I've been te- I that's what I when I did teach high school. My, I was really didn't care what my students learned, remembered about the history class as much as that skill. Okay. Here's how you, here's how you read a textbook. So, um, so I, so, um, I graduated from UNO in uh, the winter of 1990, and um, I taught. I, I got hired by. Let me just, just make another long story short. I wound up in Bellevue, and I worked for about. I taught for about 12 years, and and when Malcolm was born. Hold on, hold that, okay. hold that thought. We're gonna take a quick break, then we're gonna come back and let okay. you wrap this up, okay? Because man, right. this is very interesting. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on 93.7 The tickets to get you happy on oh, out. This is fun. To the Get Your Happy On Hour, featuring former Husker receiver Ricky Simmons. Hey, we back. Man, I tell you what, this has been very interesting, man. Yeah, this little time has been shot by us, but I got a couple more questions, man. So, your son Malcolm was born, and he ended up growing up going to what high school did he go to? He went to Bellevue West. Bellevue West, and then he left and there. He left there, went to uh, Iowa Western. Iowa Western. Two years. Two years. And left Iowa Western, went to Kansas. 
And he started at Kansas. He started four years down there. Wow. Wow. And, um, and this past year, COVID kind of – they had a decent year last year. They they actually won six games, and uh, which – Anyway, they, yeah, for Kansas, Kansas usually don't do that, right? Uh, and and uh, and I always tell people if 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 you'd have said when he graduated from Bellevue West in 2017, between 2017 and 2023, which one of these two teams is gonna go to a bowl game, Kansas or Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody would have said Kansas. Yeah, if you'd have said and and. and Nebraska still hadn't went to a bowl game. Yep. And but but yeah, um, he went he went to Kansas, and and the COVID year gave them an extra. It gave those kids an extra year to to, to grow and to mature. Because when you go to Kansas, it's all hands on deck. There's no red shirt down there. Yeah, well, no, you, you gotta can, play. You can be pretty good. Some. Yeah. No, yeah. get out there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Get and out there of, and be and somebody. Lot, yeah, and a lot of times they're not ready. Yeah, uh, but they had that that extra year they got from from COVID that gave them an, another year to to lift and to to to, to understand the schemes and, and 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 they got a real good coach down there now too, okay, and, uh, Lance Leipold, and um, you know so and now Malcolm's also uh, big shout out to Malcolm Lee, uh, Malcolm's getting ready now to try to get into the pro ranks. He's right? trying to uh, he he's trying to get somebody to give him a call. Gotcha. Um, that, well, there are a lot of options out there. Yes, I mean, because yes. they got they got Canada, they got XFL, they got, the XFL, they got USFL. USFL. Yep, they yeah, got I some mean, options. Yeah, a lot so, of options that we didn't have. Right. So, um, and and I don't know how it's going to end. I don't know how what's going to happen. Um, he 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 sustained a he pulled a hamstring during his pro day. Oh wow! And okay. then he was favoring that. He went to two rookie camps, and the second rookie camp he went to was Buffalo, and, and they really liked him up there. And the first day, he sends me a text said, "Dad, I'm the best player here." And I said, "Son, just remember, that's great, but remember, they're looking all over the country." Right. The right. Next day, he's kind of favoring that hamstring, and he tears his plantar fascia in his right foot, <clears throat> and so. He's just, yeah. you know, and he went four years and, and he never got hurt. Wow! But he yeah. do, but he got he, so he's got a he's got a hamstring and he's got his right foot's kind of you know it's kind of uh, messed up, and 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 what what I didn't understand about it was that when those defenses because he's an edge rusher, right? He, right. He's 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 about he's a big boy yeah, too. He's about six six. And versus me, I'm I'm not even six. I don't even think I'm six foot anymore. But uh, <laughs> I shrunk. <laughs> but what I learned, what Malcolm taught me, is that when those defensive ends run, try to run that corner, they 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 run up straight and they turn that corner, and 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 dudes, them dudes are tilted over like yeah and, yeah, and, and there's a lot of pressure on your feet. Right, and right. I did. I wouldn't even think, you know because when you're a nose when you're a nose tackle. You got you got three guys here. If you any good, two of them are gonna hit you. Right, and that's all, that's what you got to worry about. Right, and and but but I never, you know, he pointed this out to me that that kind of that pressure you get when you're going around that corner on your on your feet. So his uh, so so he, we're trying to get him healthy. Okay, and and get him right, and hopefully um, somebody will give him a call uh, at some point. And if if he doesn't do 
if he doesn't get a call by an NFL club, he'll play next spring, and hopefully he impresses people, and and he can get a get a, get a chance to play next fall. Or well, well man, we're gonna be praying point. for him to have success. But yeah. I gotta get this in too before, while I'm thinking about it. Every spring game, we got <laughs> after every spring game, the Sunday after every spring game, man, we go to Otis's house, and he cook up enough food to feed an army. And man, when we leave there, I mean everybody's sleepy. I mean, <laughs> I just true. want to say thank you, man, for for making that happen. And then we take our our annual picture, picture under the tree. Under the tree. So I'm just really humbled to be a part of that. And I just want to say, man, you can't stop doing that. I'm, I won't. Okay. Okay. I won't. As long as I'm around, I'll. Okay. I'll be, I just want to get that out there. I promise. Now I got one last question. You done told me a lot. I just want to know how you get your happy on. You just said it. <laughs> get the you get your cook on. Cooking. The the um there was what day was it last week that it was cool? Oh, God. I can't remember. Yeah. One day last week it was in the seventies. Yeah. I turned because see in my house either if the air conditioner is running the oven isn't. Okay, I got you. Because uh, I'm not gonna stress out my air conditioner to, to cook. Right. But if if and if and vice versa if the oven if the oven's running the air conditioner's not running. Right. They, don't, they don't both go at the same time. And and I made, um, God, I made pies. I made a couple pies. I made, Speaking I made, of pies. Uh, I, made some, I made some. I should have brought you some. I didn't even think about it. No, that. but I'm talking, I was talking about exit 51 in Oklahoma. Oh. <laughs> every time oh, I go to Texas or every time he goes to Texas, we take turns bringing each other bring, these fried pies. Other pies back. <laughs> From Arbuckle, I can't remember the last one. Arbuckle something. It's yeah, exit 51. Exit 51. On Highway on, on 35. I-35. Yep. Exit 51 in Oklahoma. Yep. And, and it's about a block. You drive about a block. It's, it's a block off the interstate. Yep. It's just right off the interstate. Man. And they, are... Oh, man, they got some good pies in there. <laughs> they got some good pies in there. But, but Otis, man, again, I just want to thank you, you know, um, it really means a lot to me that you took time out of your your day to come down from Omaha to be in the studio with me. That's my pleasure. And we're going to have you back. I just want you to know we'll be moving in August to the new spot. So I'm just telling you now in advance, and I got everybody listening as witnesses. I'm going to have you back. So, All right. I'll, so, I'll come back. Okay. I'll and, come back. And we're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to run this back, and we'll, help, we'll talk about some more stuff that a lot of Husker fans have never heard us talk about. So right. we'll talk about That'll that. Work. Austin, all I got to say to you, man, is thank you. Man, you're you're amazing, dude. You make you make my job so easy, and I just want to give you some love and show you that I appreciate you. Uh, you, you make my job easy. It's, you know, it, I, I've worked early shows. I've worked late shows. Never had more fun listening to stories. Well, hey, it, man. It's a blast to come in every Sunday night. Well, I appreciate you, man, and I, I just want to let you know that it's not taken for granted. You know, I always try to wrap my shows up with something positive, you know. Um, I always try to focus on the, the, the things in life that nobody wants to talk about, which is positive, because negative gets all the attention. And we've said that a hundred times, but it's the truth. And, you know, a lot of times when I be talking about positive things, you know, it, it sounds like it gets repetitious. But I don't think nothing's more repetitious than negativity. Because they give you a heavy dose of negativity every day, you know, and I think about that. 
So what I'm going to say to you is this, man. Um, thank you again, Odious. Thank you, Austin. And just remember, man, every day that you bless to see, it truly is another day in paradise. And I always wrap my show up with this. Every day you bless to see truly is another day in paradise. So you got to get your happy on. Thank y'all for listening.